like hearing his own voice, which is really surprising. What about on TV? I, know. I hate it. I thought he likes seeing his face. Himself. Less Why? his voice. Wish this wasn't a sound check. <laughs> it's staying in. It's staying in. <laughs> Is that, well, that was recorded. Perfect. Uh, Keep that. <laughs> we are recording. We are. We're all here. Good morning. Good morning or afternoon or whenever. Evening. Evening. We have a very special guest for the PS podcast today, guys. Who is it? Why don't you introduce yourself? It's me. The Golden Guard. Oh, oh he's right. It's the Golden Knob. Oh, yes. Sorry. As he's commonly known in circles that don't include him, the Golden Knob. That works. Welcome, I'll Golden Knob. Welcome, Golden Knob. How the are podcast. you guys? Thanks for having me. We're actually, as much as we hate to admit it, pretty happy to have you. That, that makes one of us. Well, actually, <laughs> I was going to mention, so we watched an episode of Survivor mm. last night. Yeah. You was it a good one? Well, look... I think, I think there are. Should we just should we talk about the elephant in the room? I think we should. Is there an elephant in the room? I think there is. Ah, uh, it's you. You, oh, right. you, this is big fat elephant who voted my girl Phoebe out. Behemoth in the room. Are you calling me a behemoth or are you a behemoth? Because <laughs> first you vote me out, now you call me a behemoth. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon. Okay, so David, first yes. question I want to ask you. You're in the hot seat, basically. Today. I know. I feel like I'm in the hot seat. I'm right between both you guys right now. We're very, oh, very hot seat. Mm. Mm. We, <laughs> we're going to be asking you a lot of questions today and we want your full, honest answers. Well, that's all you'll have. Yeah. That's all I give. Full, honest answers. So it's going to be an AMA That format. has not checked out so far, I might add. I was gauging the reaction of your face as I said that. Yes, it's going to be an AMA format, David. Mm-hmm. You're in the hot seat today because we felt like it's appropriate given what you did last night. Yeah, I think no, we get to... We, I think we get to grill you for yeah. that. I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll, it's yeah. grilling David time. Yeah. Mm. Um, you, you broke my heart, David. Mm. First question, why yes. did you screw our girl Phoebe over, mate? Yeah. Why did you break her heart? Do you want a long answer or a short answer? And crush her childhood dreams. Well, because she betrayed me. <laughs> oh, oh shit. she did not. Shots fired. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you suggest that I betrayed you? No, look, I think a um, big part of the game is being able to be light on your feet and adjusting as you're seeing the plays happen and yep. I definitely uh, went into that new Makuta tribe with Phoebe. Light in on a, your feet? Light on my feet, <laughs> so to speak. But we were in a pretty bad spot. Um, and then, yeah, I felt like uh, once I saw that you were wanting to play to Nick and I was desperately not wanting to play with Nick, uh, this idea of like wanting to be the only person left with links to Vakama just kind of like, bing, yeah. popped into my head and then you just guts to go, Phoebes. I'm sorry about I'm that. I'm giving David the biggest evils right now. They are the big. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling like, <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty brave to enter a room with the two of us after that. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he has had the benefit of time. Uh, <laughs> I would I would love to screenshot our messages from the, like, the day after he got back. <laughs> oh, shit. It's pretty intense. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I actually gave it to him. Um, but, no, you know, I think that does make sense. Like, I feel like strategically yeah. that is super clever. It makes yeah. sense. And, you know, I think for me, like, in that situation, I mean, I didn't have my eye on you as someone that was um, going to turn on me at that point. You know? And that's yeah. why I'm so good at the game. <laughs> David, He's you're not allowed psychopath. to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else can say that. This is why you're a golden knob. <laughs> and this is why... <laughs> I'm just trying to deliver for the podcast. You know? Give people what they want. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that's the thing. Like, for me, I... I didn't, I didn't expect that from you at yeah. that time. And that's because ordinarily the person that is keeping you warm at night, who you're sharing all <laughs> of your information with, including your idol clue, um, isn't the person that's about to stab you right. in the back. Oh. And I <laughs> that's, the say, person, that's the person ordinarily that's going to try that saves and... you. That works with you, not against you. So I will say, uh, knowing both of you and watching from the outside in, it is very interesting and it's, it's firstly super awkward for me because it's like, guys, just fucking get along. But also, at the same time, uh, it's interesting because you guys obviously have a very close connection and a very good friendship in, in both in the game and outside of the game, if I'm being very honest. But the difference between you guys is you you were playing very differently. Like, Phoebe, you were playing with your heart and, and, and from a place of real loyalty. And it's like you even said in the kind of the initial stages of the game. You're like, loyalty is my number one, you know, 
property. Trust, yeah. yeah, yeah, trust and loyalty. Uh, yeah, trust. That's what it was. That's my that's my number one property that I'm playing with out in the game. You were playing, like you said, light on your feet. For you, your strategic value mm. was in um, not no commitment. And it's interesting because at this point in the game, it's you see those two game styles kind of. Um, go in different directions and it sucks because obviously what happened happened and that's that's really lame well, for me it may not suck we don't know yet <laughs> I mean it definitely sucks for me whether or not it sucks for David we will find out um <laughs> it, it sucks for me seeing my two friends go in different directions yeah. but uh, but hearing you both kind of speak it's like of course like it's, it's it, this is why Survivor is so interesting a lot of people approach it from a lot of different angles and yeah yeah but I can respect that anyway I mean I played like that the first time that's like I mean I well probably with a touch more loyalty than you to be honest but um but like I think I was a little bit more um and maybe willing to move the first time whereas this yeah. time it's just a different context and also I was playing with real friends and it's a, it's a harder spot to come four from, years but. worth of friendships versus yeah. really what not even a few weeks worth of friendships. yeah and that was something I think going into the game I thought well this is going to be a huge disadvantage for me is the friendships you guys have and very yeah. quickly I realized uh this is a huge advantage for me because you guys yeah. were so bonded and so tied to each other that it yeah. made it much easier to kind of manipulate you in yeah. that manner. <laughs> manipulate you. <laughs> I love how he does not shy away from that at all and just like, yes, uh, it was great to really screw you over in your sleep. In the, context, <laughs> in the context of the game. In the context of the game. Mm. Do you know the only thing I am disappointed by, I suppose, um, besides, you know, just losing. <laughs> it's like I don't think that they fully showed how close we were yeah. out there mm. and why I trusted you so much. Yeah. And that is a credit to you. Like I think we were very close at Varkama, but I think, you know, that Matt storyline was playing out and that sort of, of became the focus. But we were close and working very closely together the entire yeah, time out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that trust wasn't built on... Just Nothing. being, you know, screwed over in a swap together. It was built. Oh, on totally! No, no, no. We had played. we had a pretty great relationship out there from pretty much the start. So yeah, there was a lot. There was a basis to that. It wasn't just like a mm. yeah, yeah, flipping. Oh, we're tribes. What we better bond? Yeah. yeah. So no. it was a big. It was a big move. It's crazy. Yeah, I have to say, like, I'm really enjoying watching you guys all work together. Like, it's really, it's a masterclass. It's interesting on so many levels and so many. It's it's interesting that you say uh, certain to- stories aren't being told because that's absolutely true. Because everyone's playing their own game. Everyone has their own motivation. Yeah, and it, it is that like you actually cannot properly articulate all the things going on in a 90 minute episode in this season of Survivor. Yeah. Sure, in previous seasons. Of course, you can tell you can mm. tell a general story, but like I, I almost I feel for the editors in a sense. It's oh, impossible. Yeah. Like, how do you tell all those levels at once? So it's it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. it is. I, I mean, what a crazy job they have! Because it wasn't like there was only a couple of strategic. Like yeah. there was strategy conversations like nineteen out of twenty four hours of the day. Oh yeah. So like, how do you go start piecing that together? You well, know? even this um, Nick true. and Lydia um, alliance that I'm hearing so much about, the Italian Stallion Alliance. Normally in this game, if you have a name for your alliance that's marketable, that's making the edit. Yes, we have not we have not heard one thing about the Italian Stallion Alliance. Yeah, but uh, that's it. There's like a billion different storylines and threads yeah. they can go down to. What really is yeah. the most important thing is what happens at Tribal Council. Who goes home? Mm. I don't think it really matters how you get there. Yeah. yeah, like how they show that, how they edit it. Yeah, it's what happened at Tribal, and yeah. that's the person that went home. And how do so, they tell that? story? And how do they tell that story? They could yeah. tell it in a million different ways. They just pick one that they think. Yeah. The audience is going to like or maybe, mm. you know, create tension and then the proof is in the pudding at Tribal. Like yeah. that really is where it happens, mm. you know. So what You're we so see, right. what we get shown is mm. the entertainment of the editors being like, we're showing the guys what we think they'd like to see. Yeah. And I know a lot of fans are like, we want to see this and that. Yeah. There's literally no way you can do that. So yeah. I just like there's heaps of conversations, heaps of fun stuff that happened in this first two weeks that didn't get shown. Yeah. And you do get a little bit disappointed. You're like, oh, I thought that would have been good. but. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just yeah. got to enjoy the ride as it's going. And I thought you've been shown shown very well on the. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, thank you. On the I've been enjoying the. I've been enjoying the the Phoebe storyline unfolding. I oh, have thoroughly been enjoying it. I think you've been doing yourself very proud, Phoebe. Oh, thank you. I tried. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's really apparent. And your fighting spirit, which was apparent in season one when you first played, is really fucking apparent. Uh, see this season as well. So, as a fan of yours and a friend of yours, I really, I, I, I think you deliver. And as much as David's an absolute 
see you next Tuesday, uh, which is a shame for you. <laughs> no, I don't. I think not. you still. No, I, that's I, like, I just want to say on the record, like, I respect it <laughs> enormously. Like, it's, you know me, I'm a fan. I'm a Survivor fan. Like, I yeah, do respect you gameplay do. and it was brilliant. Yeah. And I didn't see that one. So yeah. that's, you know, it hurt. My God, it hurts so much. Yeah. But, like, at the same time. That's how it goes. That's what you sign up for. Yeah, yeah. everyone's got to be voted out at some point. So, so. yeah. And you're a threat. That's the long and short of it. So and you got to go. And in that context, I didn't think you would be someone that would be easy to get out either. So if the opportunity arises, yeah, you try not to swing and miss. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks, well. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> awkward. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> moving on. Now we've gotten that super awkward uh, chat out of the way. Wait, which, that was awkward? I no, I, I, my, <laughs> my well. palms are sweating, mum's yeah. spaghetti. I'm just, I'm uh, like, uh, <laughs> I'm so happy no one killed each other. Um, we're going to take it to a more lighthearted round. Yeah, actually, <laughs> Well, that's what we do on uh, PS Podcast. We keep things light. We like to have a lot of fun. Yes. So really, when we say we're putting David in the hot seat, we're going to have fun with him. I agree. Yeah. And I think the seat should get very, very hot. Yeah. It oh, is getting hot. Because he's already... <laughs> It's He's getting hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody, please keep their clothes on. Aww. <laughs> that makes me sad. And he with like two international supermodels. I take that back. I take that back. Party pooper. Party pooper. <laughs> All right, David, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to start the ball rolling with these AMAs. I right. want to know, have you ever made up any other nicknames for yourself in real life? No, uh, for some d- <laughs> <laughs> disbelief straight off that, really. doubt it. For some reason, I, I always found it really funny when I was a kid how people had nicknames. Yeah, and, and just I, I never had nicknames that really stuck. What so you got, like, Dave? I think Dave, like the closest was Deej. That I got a little bit, and that was pretty rare. Maybe that came across from my mum, but uh, I have a bit of a dorky story. When I was maybe like four, I became obsessed with the idea of being called Spike and having (laughs) spiky hair. So I tried to make that work for myself in school. And how'd that go? Not good. (laughs) Were you cool in school? No. And I remember there was uh, the teacher actually like getting a project I'd done and being like, Spike, who's that? <laughs> like in front of the class and me just dying on the inside of me. Checking, like, that's the end of this. Checking through that's the, the register, being Done. like, there's no, no longer spike. running with yeah. Spike. <laughs> so after that, there's no more nicknames. That's spike kind of sounds like until a survivor. Oh, dude, well, a it do- don't you think it sounds like the kind of name for like your pet? I was about to say, it sounds like a dog's name, which Sorry. is fitting. Uh, no, I know. I can't remember. It was related to a television <laughs> show or something. I just thought it was. I, I actually early two thousands. I feel like Spike was kind of it. Like it was, Spike was cool. a pretty cool you know, name. Yeah, and we had the spiky the hair going around there. Yeah, at that time frosted. Too. You could have also saying, been. Thanks for saying early two thousands. <laughs> you could have also been like frosty, like frosted tips, frosted, frosty. I never did the frosted tips, but I remember that. Again. No, were they nineties though? They were nineties. That's were what I was so saying. 90s. Thanks for saying Sorry, early Dave. 2000s. David's old. I was also a nineties person. <laughs> yeah. Like, 90s kid. Yeah. Best era. Yeah, but the photos do make you cringe. Oh, of me. Like the slick, I love them. The slick back ponytail with all the gel. Yeah. That See, was not hot. For me, it was like emo era. That was my angsty teens. Yeah. That was like a couple of years ago, right? Yes, yes. I'm very young. And and we were all. <laughs> yes. Thanks, David. Okay. David, should we just... You're both old. Leave, honestly. <laughs> so one of us in this room is still in their 20s. Yeah. And looks 12. Uh, that's not true. So I'm very mature for I'm my age. I'm mature 12. I'm jealous I'm right now. I read well above my year grade. I was talking about me. Oh. <laughs> you act, act 12. Act 12. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Act See, 12. I'll set them up and you guys just knock them down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, Hot seat, man. Hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I would like to know, if you had to, if you absolutely had to, which would you give up first, your sarong or your leather jacket? Oh. I know. I already know the answer to this. I, I, I'm really eager to see if you answer it correctly, but I know the answer. Which would I give up first? And what what to. context am I would. having to give it up? On the like, island. I have to give it to someone or is it like it's gone, it's, it's in the fire? It's a swap for an immunity. No. Island. Oh, they both go. <laughs> no, no. It's like you have to just give it to someone. No, no. You know what? You leave it at the wrong beach, and there's a trap yeah. swap. It's yeah. just behind, and then it's oh. fair game. There we go. Oh. That's the you don't get an idol. Yeah. No. Well, I'd say, I already I'd gave you my idol. <laughs> <laughs> One's enough, asshole. <laughs> Greedy. Greedy. Uh, the sarong. The sarong. Why the sarong? Because I just would genuinely love that jacket. <laughs> 
Okay. Sarongs are a dime a dozen. Sarongs are cheap, I guess. I feel like you were very kind enough to lend me both of those items at certain points in the game. Yeah. The leather jacket repeatedly at night when it was cold. <laughs> he, he gave it to me like 90. See, I am very sweet. 90. <laughs> it was ridiculous how sweet you were. It's <laughs> stupid, David. <laughs> and the sarong you also lent to me a few times in lockdown when I had to like lie down on the grass. Aww. Yeah. And the grass was itchy. So you'd give it up. You'd give up both if Phoebe's involved. See how nice there he was go. to me? No. See why I thought I could trust him? Oh, you, so rude. You dick. All right, so next think, question. Can I dig into that a little bit more? Yeah. I think this is what people who are like, why would you have a leather jacket? Why would you take the sarong in there? Yeah. And they're tools yeah. for the game. Right. You know? <gasps> Great. They are tools. Perfect. But it was genuine. I did want you to be comfortable. <laughs> to but this like, day, feeling manipulated. If you're well going to play Survivor, Survivor, <laughs> if you're going to play Survivor, uh, make sure you think about your wardrobe. You bring tools. Because, you know, anything you, know, you can do okay, but to gain favour. Some people were denied all of their wardrobe items and some people were approved basically an entire... <laughs> What, you rocked up on the first day with a jumper, a t-shirt, a leather jacket, <laughs> jeans, a pair of shorts underneath. Like, <laughs> Motorcycle kit. <laughs> some Probably a sarong underneath your bloody hat. And then you got your five items as well. So <laughs> I'm just going to have a little dig there. You got a full belt of I was of there tools. in little short shorts. Yeah. I wanted pants too. I will say when I played, um, I went in with like a full bunch of things and, and the producers was kind of like, how do we put this? Uh, could you please dress more like... Um, a model. And I was like, ah, okay, less clothes, little shorts, all the things. Yes. So maybe it's just a sexism thing there, David. I was just told um, Maybe dress, David isn't sexy. Dress, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. But I was told just dress how you would for brunch. And in New York, I ride a motorcycle to brunch, and that's what I'm wearing. So I dress like a slob for brunch, and they were like, dress like a model for brunch. I have noticed that, actually, so I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything. but yeah. oh, She does, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah. Bit of a slob. Mm. All right. <laughs> okay, so next question is, what is the most annoying thing about Survivor Casuals? Now, for the people who are Survivor Casuals <laughs> out there, a Survivor Casual is not a fan of Survivor. It is someone who just watches it. They don't, uh, ex- they don't consume all the um, extra reading. The filthy casuals. The filthy casuals. What is the most annoying thing about those casuals? I like them. You do? Yeah. Why? Just, I mean, because they're watching the show. <laughs> and, Fair. like, eyes on the show is good for the show. It's yeah. good for Survivor. Um, <laughs> and I think it's a show that does appeal to casuals. You don't have mm. to be super invested. Yeah. Um, or you can be invested as much as you want. As we see, there are some people very invested. People watch television to be entertained. Not everyone mm. watches a television mm. show and needs to break down the facets of gameplay, this and that and that, and read into something that's, to be honest, already edited in a way. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's it's impossible to break down the game. Like, I had what I was trying to do out there. Yeah. Phoebe has what she's trying to do out mm. there. Everyone has their own plan. They're all the hero of their own story. Yeah. So yes. I think there's a big place in that for casual viewers in terms of just want to turn on and, and, and be fu- have fun and be entertained by the show. In saying that, what's the most annoying thing about them? Um, <laughs> probably they are so easily influenced by the edit. Right. Like if yeah. someone does something they don't like, they just kind of like, burn them to the ground. Evil yeah. bad person. Yeah. I agree. I think yeah. it's the the that they are consumers of an edit. And yeah. I think that you're right. It's nice that they can be entertained and that's like that's the primary purpose of the show. So yeah. that's perfect. But every now and again, just because you're invested in your own experience, when someone does just easily consume the edit and you're kind of like, ugh, there's more to it than that. It's There's you know, an eye roll. You're and, like, you, and you just have to take it. Like, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, but it goes both ways too, where yeah. I think the super fans also buy too much into what they think happened that didn't get shown. That's true you know as I mean? well. Like actually. they read into this whole thing of like, yeah. this is what happened. That's yes. why that person's not being shown. And that's not it at all. Yeah. You weren't there. That's you e- don't know. That's yeah. equally frustrating. I get that. Yeah, I agree. And I think I've been. I'll keep going. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay. I've been on the both sides of the uh, of the coin when mm-hmm. it comes to casual fans. Yeah. Especially last season, they kind of like hated me at first. Now yeah. they've kind of you know celebrated embraced you. me. I'm yeah. feeling celebrated right now, which is great. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting both ways that people mm. can you know be so invested and, and make spot judgments but yeah. yeah well and one thing I say like I can kind of I can't really relate to the hate too much I feel like for the most part I've been the first time I was very very celebrated this time I feel like I mean you know I haven't been as big of a story but I think 
I've still gotten a lot of love. Yeah. So I haven't, you know, and don't get me wrong though, like there's still stuff out there that you kind of like, oh, like, you know, people have shots at you and you're like, it's yeah. not like that. Like you, you just kind of want people to understand you and like know that, you know, you're just doing your best. Like it's, it's hard being on the receiving end sometimes. So I can only imagine for other people though, who get a lot of, you know, crap thrown yeah. at them, how difficult it is to just take it all yeah. and not feel the need to like respond or justify or be like yeah. it was this it, nothing was shown blah 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 when that's the dominant kind of if that yeah if that overarching yeah. thing isn't yeah. overly positive I, yeah. it's I think human instinct and nature to want to defend yourself and yeah. justify mm. um, I'm sure everyone feels like that sometimes yeah. I actually feel, feel more uh, defensive about my friends getting shade on there you know yeah, what I mean no. like I, yeah, in the game <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes yeah, but on yeah. the outside of the game like I can yeah. take a lot yeah, I don't care. Yeah, well, uh, I think that's how say you. What they want. I think that's how you play as well. There's, yeah. ver- there's very much a like. I'm going to cop shit for this, but I, I know it's entertaining. Yeah. I know it's, it's the lovable villain. So you lean into it, knowing full well what's coming your way. Yeah, totally. In a way. Totally. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I get more affected by seeing negative comments about people that who are like family to me now. That you and you're like, oh, don't you see that about Phoebe? I can't get that. <laughs> I can say that about them, but you can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel similarly too. It's hard when it's your friends. Yeah, as well. I agree. Yep. Next question. How would you describe your bowel movements out on the island in three words? <laughs> this is such a popular fan topic. I know. And I, I love that you guys are asking it. Um, non-existent. No way. Ooh. Non-existent. There's one more word. Help? Much. <laughs> Not. No, I mean, like, it, it, it can't, it's hard to describe in three words because I think there's the, when I'm, like, I only eat protein on the outside world. Right. So going to straight rice and beans. Uh, you not much eating, was moving. You were not eating out there, though. Like, there were so many times, you know, I'm a foodie. I don't think I made any secret of that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really like food. I rice eat hog. <laughs> no, but I was not in any way a rice hog. Like, I definitely, I mean, if there was a rice hog out there, as much as I love her, it was Jackie. I, like, I can attest. She was the rice hog in my season also. <laughs> like, honestly, for a very little woman, she can certainly eat. Love she was making sure, sure that people were consuming, though, you know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. nurturing as well. She's yeah yeah she's a feeder (laughs) you on the other hand dave like i feel like there were so many times where like you just you're like i can't eat it and then i'd be like are you done with it (laughs) well think about (laughs) it i was always like i ended up eating two meals half the time i'd be eating yours my own then half of yours because you only ever had i have I actually, I know, what you, I know what you mean. There were people in my season where they just couldn't eat it. They couldn't stomach it. Why? Because I, same like you, I was like, I'm starving. I'm eating it. I don't care what it is. Why? What is it about it? Take it. I, I had be, I've just been out there so long, going yeah. back to back. The first time yeah. I don't think I had that issue. Yeah. Like I could stuff food down. I'd just be like, all right, just get it. But this time I felt like literally I would be trying to force food into my mouth. You like were. 80% of the time yeah. just because I knew like, well, I got... Got to get calories. I think it's just the toll the game took on me going back to back. Mm. All right. And um, and another three-word summation, how would you describe yourself? How would I describe myself in yeah. three words? Yeah. Oh, you guys are making these tough. I know. Uh, super effing cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can't give you a real – how do you describe yourself? It's so hard. I like super effing cool. I yeah. feel like that's how you would describe yourself. Yeah. Super effing cool. That fits. I'm not yeah. going to argue it either. Yeah. You're all right. All right. In like a five out of ten kind of way. No. Um, all right. Well, let me let me raise you. How would you describe yourself in bed in three words? <coughs> Super effing cool. Depends uh, <laughs> on situation. <laughs> <laughs> Some days are better than others. <laughs> I love how he's being modest all of a sudden. No, look, I mean, yeah, if you want to bring this back to Survivor, that takes a big toll on your uh, reproductive area. Are you trying to tell us you're bad in bed? <laughs> I would say probably right now I am. <laughs> you are. Do you know what? I actually, th- <laughs> I will say a little bit of an inside scoop. At least when I played, um, the girls somehow everything was activated when they were on the island. Everything was turned on. It was all like, ooh, everything was operating on a really high kind of buzzy level. When I spoke to the guys and I was like, look, is this, what's the what's the vibe with you guys out there in terms of, you know, sexuality? Like where's your, where's your kind of head at? And almost every guy without fail was like, Nothing's working. It's I, I'm at checked out. 
So you're not completely alone. No, I mean I've spoken. I've spoken to the guys a lot about it as well. It definitely, yeah, I mean, pretty much affected everyone for the most part. There were some people that. Very <laughs> I've heard other stories as well. <laughs> but but I think I think you know, when you're just because the survival aspect is so huge, there's just so much other stuff to focus on that right. that's just not in your in your peripheral at all. No, I didn't lose it. No, nor did I. I didn't lose it. And a lot of the you girls. <laughs> A lot of the girls, I will say, I, I, I think that's a, the case for a lot of the girls and the case for a lot of guys. Mm, mm. There's something deeper there. Um, okay. Science. Question. Uh, model to model. What job would you have gotten if you never started modeling? Did you have a, an idea of what Ooh, you were going to do? Yeah. Uh, so I had gone to uh, university and I did a bachelor business mm-hmm. and I was really interested in doing graphic design, but I ended up going into like information systems, electronic commerce. No so way. I actually have a degree. No. Uh, yeah, nerd. Uh, and a buddy of mine, we were going to start. We were going to start an e-com business. So we were going to start uh, doing websites and the like, which probably we would be very wealthy right now because that was the formation of the internet. Oh, that was for early, the kids at it? home. It was early days. Yeah, mm, yeah, because he's old, everyone. Um, <laughs> no, but not that old. When, no, did look, you, I, when, when did you get when the internet? I graduated to uh, 2003. So in, internet commerce was just oh, burgeoning. Graduated yeah. So uni. when I graduated That's the beginning. I, rem- I swear to God, that's was the beginning. kind of beginning of yeah, the Yeah, it had been around, but people weren't selling yeah. stuff online and they were kind of, it was that rush of people being like, we need a website. Yeah. And now it's so stock sanded. Everyone's yeah. got a website. When did, um, when did uh, you guys get the internet for the first time? Like I remember having like a family computer in like the dining room and it was like that mm. dial up kind of thing and you had yeah. to fight your brothers to get on the internet because they tried to get there first. Mine was about like, so I had, we had that as well, but it was sort of like, because we were so like younger, like the parents were only allowed to use the internet. So it was ah. really only high school. So we had it like around 2003, mm. I swear. But then around 2008 is when I was allowed to go on the internet and I got Facebook. Oh, I actually got MySpace and mum made me delete it immediately because you know how with oh, MySpace. 2008. Oh, yeah, MySpace. You know how your first friend was the owner of MySpace? Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Like, Who is this creep? <laughs> My mum was like, this is exactly it. This is pedophiles. Who's this Tom? <laughs> delete it right now and I had to delete it as soon as I got if it. You, but to you, be fair, Tom had the creepiest profile he photo. Did. He did. Did, like what was sitting going at the computer on? looking <laughs> back over his shoulder. Hey, yeah, it was hey, ladies. <laughs> it was very, very weird. If, if you actually ever want an amazing uh, Google thing one day, uh, Tom Hardy, the actor, has an incredible MySpace profile that someone <gasps> saved for posterity and it's uh, it's very funny. I, Big I, fan I, of Tom. Googling but it right now. You yeah, guys chat fun. amongst yourselves. Next question, Dave. What's the dumbest fight you've ever gotten into? <laughs> Fist fight or just oh, look, argument? Take us down both routes. Fist fight. <laughs> I want to know fist fight. I want to know. I want to know. Like I know. I want. I want to know about his pettiness. Uh, what's <laughs> I saw the, enough of it on the island. What's this, I mean, dude, I'm I'm 39 years old. I had a lot of arguments. <laughs> um, I don't know. You need to be more specific with that question. I had a lot of dumbest let's, fight. Let's do, I feel like fist dumbest fight is fight? the most re- you can recall a fist fight, right, David? I can. Yeah, you do remember those. I remember... No, uh, I can recall dumb fights I've had with exes and everything as well. I do not remember those at all. I really? Just, yeah. Oh, I, I remember... I don't keep hold of those. Oh, okay. Probably because no. I have lots of them because I'm a bit of a dum-dum. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep hold of them because they're hilarious. Like where I've gotten really, really angry over <laughs> absolutely nothing. Later. And it's <laughs> yeah. been so not justifiable, but then oh. I've just stuck to my guns because I'm so stubborn. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I have like one at the top of the heap. Go yeah. right now. It was, um, it was with my ex-boyfriend and it, it was a huge fight because he said love you instead of I love you. I'm like, with, without the I, you're not taking ownership of the fact that you love me and that's an issue. <laughs> and someone was feeling hormonal that day. That was me, present. <laughs> so don't worry, I've, I've set you up to not be as dumb as that. So there you go, David. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I don't really keep track of fights. I think that... How cancer woke? for a relationship. How woke of you. That is pretty woke, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wank. I'm really woke. disappointed in that response. Yeah, sorry about so that. that do, do a lot of guys answer that question with a specific... I feel have like you asked guys before that? And they're like, yeah, I remember this one that was really bad. A lot of guys that's kind right. of live... That's their glory days. They're big kind of fisty cuff kind of moments. Yeah, they're proud of them because yeah. it shows how tough they are. Yeah, it shows how tough they are. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of fist fights, mind you. You you um you are a fighter though with a punchable well, face be, yeah. that surprises punchable me. Punchable face. I think actually learning how to fight um, <laughs> makes you not want to. And you I, oh, that's right. I'll you just do dig jiu-jitzu. in. Jiu-jitsu. I'm a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu under Hanso Gracie in New York City. And once you, 
We're rolling our eyes. <laughs> no, but dead set. So, so they, they train a lot of professional fighters there. And yeah. you see the guys that are coming in there every day and they are like killers. Yeah. And they're very unassuming people. And it really? makes you be like, I will never get into a fight ever again. Oh. Because you say the wrong thing to the wrong person and they can end you. So you it gives you this kind of reality of like, by its cover yeah. and when you're thing. training a yeah. lot and stuff, you just, I don't know. Nice I'm not interested in it. I'm yeah. into it. I like it. I'm a lover that knows how to mm. fight. And screw people over on Survivor. Yeah, uh, kind of my thing. <laughs> um, have you ever practiced kissing in the mirror? We answered this a few kissing weeks ago. Kissing in the mirror? Uh, no. As if you did it. I don't believe that I don't either. believe it either. There's absolutely no way in the world you've never kissed the mirror, David. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to be honest on the podcast. Don't honest. lie. I wish I had because that's funny. I'll try that's it tonight. Really, I'll try I, it tonight. Have you honestly you. not done it? No, I've honestly not done it. Wow. Never once. You've never what, what looked. Do you, but how can you practice you kissing just, in the mirror? I don't know. You just kind of practice. It's like completely your, unrealistic. It's just it's a flat surface. Maybe we're narcissists and David's actually not in a surprise no, twist I'm a narcissist. of event. Yeah, definitely you definitely are. Definitely narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a flat surface. I don't know how it can be. How can, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's just like to practice. So for me. Maybe like, you but know. But how are you practicing that? For me, what it is, it's the practice. dating weird guys. Flat faces? <laughs> it's your imagination. For me, it's like the eye contact. What? I'm like looking into my own eyes and I'm like, yeah, I'd kiss me right now. Like, yeah, these are Do you kiss with your eyes open? Oh, see, I'm no, not practicing. The approach. No, you're not looking oh. at yourself. Are you no. looking at no, yourself? No, no, no. It's the approach. So I'm like looking. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I close my eyes when I kiss. <laughs> all right, David, this is what I want you to do. Your homework after this, this podcast is that you need to... Practice tonight. All right, I'll kiss the mirror tonight. Record. Are people doing this though? Because I'm staying at a hotel yes. right now and I'm kind of sketched out about the mirror. No, I'll give it I'll a give go. It a people yeah. are doing okay. it. People are doing it. Um, are people doing that? Uh, can you take a poll? Can, oh, yeah, I, we I, should. People are doing this. I, I legitimately will do this because I know that people do it. Yeah, I, I think we. I'm happy to poll well, it. I'm yes, so com- I am so, so confident that we mm. are right mm. that I'm happy to poll it. If you're but listening what? to this now, please go over on our Instagram. If you're listening in the first 24 hours, there will be a poll. Please answer it. It's really important that you yep. settle this debate. And David, please send us a video of you, a video evidence of you practicing uh, kissing in the mirror okay. with tongue. All right. <laughs> here's the question. Where does the tongue go when you're kissing in well, the mirror? Well, you, you're going to figure it you're out fine. and you're going you're oh. to send it to us. <laughs> you let us know. Let us know. Uh, okay, next question. What do you look at most in the mirror besides your face? <laughs> Just before you ask these, I can see it's going to be a good one because you have this little smirk. Um, <laughs> so I've actually, this is going to sound dorky, but I uh, heard a podcast a while ago where uh, someone was talking about only looking at yourself in the eyes when you look in the mirror to try and um, help you with like self-confidence and like make yourself feel good like if you look yourself in the eyes in the mirror it's very hard to be judgy about yourself or feel bad you know sometimes you have those days where you're like man i suck today this sucks i look like trash try doing that when you're looking yourself right in the eyes in the mirror it's hard i've never done that yeah because the eyes are just the eyes are the best part i think of a face and when you look at yourself in the eyes you're looking really at yourself not just this projection you have eyes in the window terrifying Um, yeah I but don't want I, anyone to see me. Why are you <laughs> so myself <laughs> Straight after that, I definitely look at my abs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, now I want you to be a little bit more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. If there was mm. one thing that you could change about yourself, which, like, I'd be surprised if you even had an answer for this. I know, it's the, it's the golden god. Yeah, it's the perfect, <laughs> the perfect man. The perfect survivor player. The, the greatest god. player of all time. What would it yeah. be? Do you Ever, ever, any country. In the history ever. of In all the time. History. In the universe. No, you are pretty good though. How good is the guy will, that does voiceover for Channel good. 10? The oh. guy that does voiceover for Channel 10 with that voice? It's yeah. going to get a little saucy. I love him. Oh my him. god, maybe you should do that job. Hello. Is, are you moonlighting? Not Can yet. I? I want to have a go. Okay, mm, go. Do it. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Will the greatest player of all time be going home? You forgot any country ever. Oh, You're shit. Fired. Never mind. You're fired. Was my voice not deep enough? It's just, it wasn't. Not sexy enough? Not sexy enough. You weren't into it either. I feel I like was you into can give it. that a better go. You're taking the okay, See, David was taking himself seriously. You yeah. weren't. That's the difference. Pressure. Stop looking at me. I'll try again. You guys literally looked away just We're looking at each other now. Tonight, will the greatest player of all time get his torch snuffed? You're fired. Sorry. Sorry. You failed that audition. Boom. (laughs) But anyway, to your question. Yes, there's plenty of stuff I want to change about myself. Um, I hate 
like I have, uh, I was born with a little cleft under my nose, like oh. nostrils here. So I have a bit of a deviated septum and I also have broken my nose. So I hate the underside of my nose and I get often like sometimes in photos, people are like, do you have a nose ring? But no, it's just the weird shape of my nose. And you guys can take a look now. This is such a typical model. I know, the fact that it's like the little piece of your Um, nose thing under your nose that no one would ever see unless they're looking like up at you. That's what I'm saying. Just look in the eyes. Only the eyes. It's it's measurable by millimeters. So, like, it's such a fucking model. Yeah, but those are the things you notice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm I'm not impervious. I think that's part of being confident is like seeing that stuff and being like, and just being like, I still rule. Yes. That's what makes me beautiful. <laughs> Anything else? So special. What about not necessarily about your the way you feel about your gorgeous, sexy, amazing, muscular body? Mm. What about your Go on. <laughs> <laughs> What about your like as in your human, your soul, your person, like any like anything that you want to work on within mm. yourself? Uh, I wish I was a bit more emotional maybe. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like that. I feel like Survivor kind of opened some windows for me in terms of feeling some of those things, and I, I like that, but I've stuffed them back down. <laughs> into, into I, the on the other hand, have not. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling all over the place out there. <laughs> I feel like we're at two ends of the spectrum here, yeah, looking I'm at like, both of you. I'm like, oh, I feel things. <laughs> and I will tell you how I feel. You, you, you could change the opposite about yourself. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow. It's kind of nice. Mm, no, no, no. Oh, savage. Bit of, bit of a cut? No, do you know what rough. I think, actually? I, I, I will share a reflection. For me, I think I spent a lot of my life repressing the way that I feel mm-hmm. and um, I don't know I was really uncomfortable for a long time in expressing my feelings yeah. and I'm always one to convey those feelings intellectually yeah. rather than just kind of being like I feel shit yeah. you know I'll, I will always find words I think I'm like a communicator and I can always find words and yeah. that's what I'm comfortable with but one thing I have grown uh, in, in is actually expressing those feelings and it's been something that I've actually worked on in a dedicated way over the last few years and that's quite empowering and I think that a lot of people say that you know coming into your 30s and stuff like that you know yourself better and all that and I have definitely felt more comfortable in recent times being able to do that and I wasn't always able to yeah that's awesome so yeah well I think it's a good time now too for women to be able to do that because the patriarchy I'm yeah. just going to use that word. Uh, because I of think, the patriarchy. You know, I <laughs> said that wrong. But, but really, like, I think we're in a great time for strong women to be able to express themselves and not have people, like, shame, shit on them. Yeah, or shame them. Or shame them from that. having opinions and, and expressing what they want to express. Like, yeah. I hate that people feel like they had to, you know, they can't express opinions. And I think that's something that gets put on women from a very early age. And having a daughter myself yeah. as well, yeah. I love seeing that changing in society, mm. you know. Yeah, I can imagine cool. it would be an interesting thinking of it from, like, the perspective of a dad as well. Yeah. yeah. but it's that, And I think that that's it. It's that c- comfort in being able to be vulnerable. Yeah. And that, like, it takes a level of comfort within yourself to be able to be vulnerable. Yeah. And... Yeah, I'm actually quite proud of that. If he fixes the cleft nose thing, maybe he'll be more emotional. I think so. Comfort in himself. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling (laughs) self-conscious. Okay, David. I have a little bit of a saucy question for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is your favourite part of a woman not including face? Yeah. Or anything on the face? That little including septum, <laughs> <laughs> including a perfect septum. <laughs> I should have just said nothing. I love everything about this. Oh, that little cleft where the leg meets the butt cheek. No oh, way. Okay. Mm. Do you know that's John Mayer's favorite part of a woman as well? Well, he's a man of refined taste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your least favorite thing about Americans versus Australians? Um, least favorite thing about Americans? I don't. I love Americans. I think they're. Is I think one, they're amazing. Is there one thing though where you're just like, oh, I wish they weren't like this? Um, I think they get a really bad rap. Like yeah. they're obviously. I mean, I'm a bit biased because I live coastally and I haven't had too much to do with the, the middle Americans. But even the middle Americans, you meet them, they are some of the nicest people you'll ever run into. I think. Um, I, I think probably the thing I don't like about Americans is that oftentimes they will vote against their best interests. Okay. You know, like the fact that there's not socialized healthcare in the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with that. But the word socialism is dirty to them. Yeah. Because you know? they all want to be able to experience the American dream and they feel like that threatens it. It's a bit yeah. touchy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, least favorite things about Australians, just to be fair. Um, least favorite things about Australians. I'm just going to go with the old cliche tall poppy syndrome thing. But oh, yeah. I think, you know, I think that's also changing here too. Yeah, so. I don't. 
You don't? Mm, yeah, I really oh, don't. I think it's, it's a real problem. So and it ingrained. Has, yeah, I don't think it's changing. But that's a, f- you know, matter of opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just living in a bubble where it's not. All right, David. Um, I just want to know, how has social media affected your experience on reality TV compared to Make Me a Supermodel versus Survivor? Oh, wow. There you go. Totally different experiences. There was no social media when I did uh, yeah. Search for a Supermodel, so it was very different. I think you weren't as accessible yeah. in a way, whereas Instagram makes you really accessible to the fans, and uh, they both have pros and cons. But yeah. I actually really enjoy interacting with the fans. Yeah. Um, I have someone that kind of helps me with the Instagram stuff, but for the most part, that's all me mm. uh, writing those things back. So even the trolls, I actually really enjoy that. And I feel like I've kind of got this character where I am allowed to snap back at yeah. trolls, which is fun. It's one of my favorite pastimes, watching you troll the trolls. <laughs> yes. I, do, I do enjoy me the troll. It's <laughs> good. I always feel conflicted about trolling trolls. It's like this inner conflict where I'm like, I'm not going to give them airtime. And if you do that, then, you know, you're sort of letting them win. But then part of me is like, I want to respond. Then I'm like, you yeah. know. So it's like this kind of inner conflict where you're like, I don't know how to handle a troll. Yeah. Like I'm like, screw you. <laughs> I will not reply. <laughs> I mean, that's a, good, that's a good way to handle it too, I think. Yeah. All right, David. Next question. Um, I'm going to skip that one because I just want to skip down to this. Yeah, sure. David, who would be your final three in Savatula? In Savatula? <laughs> <laughs> across seasons. all seasons? Across all seasons, I think. Not including you two? I feel like it has to not include us because it's biased and we're going to end up beating him up afterwards if he doesn't As put long us as you obviously too. confirm that, it would does. include both yeah, of us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um. As long as that's the concession going into it. Brooke. Oh. Abby. Oh. It sounds like it's a final two, not a final three. <laughs> I only have two roses. <laughs> Broken, Abby. I'm not surprised by either of those. No, I'm not. Third? Yeah. Yeah, third. Luke. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Good answer. All right, David, we're going to hit uh, the lightning round now for Would You Rathers. These are quick answers, quick fire questions. Um, Phoebe and I are going to take it in turns to give you a would you rather and you're just going to have to go with the gut. Okay, I will, yeah. All right, Phoebe, first one up. Number one, David, would you rather never-ending money or immortality? Never-ending money. Oh. Would you rather be half your height or triple your weight? <laughs> <laughs> triple my weight. No way. Hmm. Why? Would you rather... Oh, yeah, sorry, go on. I thought so, this was just why, would you rather. Why? Yeah, why, quickly. Um, I like being big. Yeah, all right. In every sense of the way, it sounds like. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> that, that, I'm not saying that, by the way. I'm saying that as if David was saying that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You're being David in that yeah, hypothetical. That, that was me being David, best. not me saying I would know the answer to that. Um, David, would you rather never be able to see again or never be able to use your doodle again? Oh, doodle. Oh. Yeah, oh, jeez. Never be able to use my doodle. i got to be able to see. Yeah, it's too good. True. There's just too much visual. Beauty. There's other things you can do without your doodle, I guess. Yeah, sure. Do you know I actually doodle got... Doodle-less. I, I, got, I got that question from um, Johnny's Instagram. He was asked the same question. Oh, what did really? He, say? he said um, sight as well, but he was like, but I have to have Viagra. Like, Viagra would be my best friend. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of cheating, mate. See, I kind of imagined that you were completely doodle-less. That's that's what I thought too, but he bends the rules. Like a Kendall at the front. (laughs) Um, David, Mm. would you rather... Oh, sorry. Uh, David, would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Never have to stand in line again. Really? Mm-hmm. You're too VIP for that anyway. I could imagine that would annoy you. I just run red lights. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> you probably would. I actually wouldn't put it past you. Yeah, no, would I? Oh, I hate lines. The worst. You also hate lines, apparently. Standing lines. in lines, that is. Lines. Oh. Which we... <laughs> I hate lines. Standing in lines. Moving <laughs> <laughs> <Anyone>? on. Um, <laughs> would you rather be a reverse centaur or would you rather be a reverse mermaid slash merman? Um, so... <laughs> It's got to be merman. I'd love to be that. Reverse merman. So How do you reverse? You need to be more... So you'd have a head of a fish. Oh, or the head of a... Or the head of a yak. horse. Head of a horse. A cent- yeah. Reverse. Yeah. Reverse centaur. You don't, yeah. you don't want to be fish head. You don't want to no. be fish head. No. <laughs> Would you rather be awful at sex or never be able to climax? Oh, we answered this last week, dude. Awful at sex. Right. It's Phoebe's answer. That's what I said. That's what Phoebe's answer was. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm not surprised that you answered that. 
Really? What's your What's your rationale? Very selfish. Let's compare it. Well, exactly. That's what I said. Because <laughs> I actually am awful at sex, so I know what that's about. <laughs> As confirmed in the... In Cannot confirm. Not <laughs> so, um, and... What's your what's your actual rationale? It can't be that. Uh, I, I mean, refuse to believe that. Like, don't the fan, all of us. How fans bad can it be? It's you having sex. I mean, I know there is bad sex out there, but still, bad sex is still pretty good sex. Yeah, that's kind of what you're, you're still rationale. having sex. That's what your rationale is as well. You were like, oh, I'd be bad at sex, but guys still enjoy the sex anyway. Yeah, they'd be like, I mean, the guy's still going to get off. Like, there is yeah. no way in the world I want to go through life without being able to orgasm. Yeah, it's that sounds. I mean, I know that happens. It's but just absolutely oh, rough. not. not Mm. Yeah, I would never choose that. Part of the whole activity. Absolutely. All right, next. Would you rather have been born 20 years later or 20 years earlier? Mm, uh, 20 years later, just because I feel like the future is going to be insane. Yeah. I'm scared of the future. I'm a little bit intimidated. No, oh, it's going to be rad. But imagine being old now and being like, ah, oh, the world's leaving me behind. Look, I'm not going to lie. I'm super scared of climate change and I'm worried we have no future at all. Ew, that's, that's a heavy that's way to go. super heavy. Heavy path, but so true um, though. It is a concern, but smart people are going to solve it, you know. We're going to figure it out. And mean? we're going to get responsible. As I disagree. The future is in all of our hands. <laughs> it's it's so, up to you. He's so positive. <laughs> Captain Planet. He's the man for you. I'm sorry. That's, that's not- it. Oh my god, is she? What theme song what was, was I that? She, please tell me, you, please back me up here. Yeah, it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Or like <laughs> Thank you. you. And I totally Captain different. Planet, here's a hero going to take pollution down to zero. There you what, go. What Thank am you. I thinking? He's the man. You are you. not old enough to sing that. Just leave it. She's not a 90s kid. It's devastating. Next question Would you rather lose all your money and valuables or all the pictures you've ever taken? Oh, lose all my money. Really? Yeah. I thought you'd kind of be the opposite. Ah, you can always make more money. Yeah, true. I thought you'd be a like plough forward, forward kind of guy. Nah. Don't look backwards. But yeah, money comes and goes. That's you know? true. Right. I agree with that. Next, would you rather tell us how big your doodle is or tell us your magic number? Magic number mean what's magic number? How many people you've had sex with? Oh, they're pretty close. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'll let you decide the metric. Now we know. <laughs> All right, David, that was all of our would you rathers. I think he did pretty well. Yeah, I was, yeah, I think so. I was on the same page with a lot of his Most of them, yeah. Yeah. There was a couple that I'm not sure about. (laughs) But there's a couple I'm not sure about. All right, and uh, to wrap this podcast up, we have we've we've scoured the internet. You get a lot of internet attention, mm-hmm. David. I feel, Some. and there's a lot of articles that kind of come out about you. <laughs> and um, even though I know you respond to the trolls on the mm-hmm. on the Instagram, but it doesn't seem like we uh, get a lot of uh, you don't really respond much to the articles that come out about you. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting ones. Mm. So I thought oh <laughs> we could do a little segment where it's David versus the internet. We bring up these articles, what people have said about you, and we'll ask you a few questions about Okay. Right. I can't confirm that I've read all of them, by the way. I try to... Please. As if, as if you don't wake up every morning and Google yourself. <laughs> Google alert. <laughs> okay. First article, David versus the internet, was published on news.com, and it is, David is a benefactor of the halo effect bias. Now, the article says, when you're ruthless and ordinary looking, you quickly become... <laughs> You quickly become unlikable. The article refers to Harry and Andy from the first time that you played with Survivor. Mm. But when you're ruthless and really, really, really ridiculously good looking, you can <laughs> is remain... Is that actually in the article? This is in the article. You can remain popular. Despite Janat's outrageous behaviour, despite him being in every bit as self-serving as his fellow villains, he is a favourite Survivor fans He's a, He's a favourite of Survivor fans alike. Yeah. So... Firstly, have you heard of the halo effect before? I hadn't heard of it. I mean, I'm aware of that term. I hadn't heard it being coined, the halo effect. But yeah, I did read this article. I read yeah. this one. And what do you think? Does this theory have any merit to it? Look, uh, in the construct of our society, I think, yeah, it does. Okay. Um, just, I, I just think that's the reality of it. I want to give a more politically correct answer. <laughs> but I think, yeah, you know there, there this, are benefits. I this, mean, yeah, I'm in entertainment, man. This podcast is not man. PC. So, yeah. like, yeah. tell us, what, what is it? What is it about this theory that has effect that you've even maybe observed in life? 
I mean, I think probably if you are conventionally good-looking or attractive, you do have things a little bit easier. I don't think that's necessarily true for everyone, but I think if you are conventionally unattractive, things can be a little bit difficult for you, you know, and um, I'm sensitive to that fact. Yeah. Okay. It's unfortunate, but I I really think that's kind of the way as well. If someone's a bit like, you know, uh, unconventionally, not even that, say if someone's like really, you know, been hit by the ugly stick and they're trying to engage with you in a really sort of um, one-on-one sort of way, you'd kind of be a bit tense and uncomfortable. Right. Versus a good-looking person who you'd you'd certainly welcome it um, in in the kind of, in the reverse situation. So. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but having said that, I do, I do know that maybe it's right, but I've definitely come across people as well who have a real pretty person complex. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It can go the other way. Yeah. yeah. And they think that people, and they also, yeah, it can go the other way. And they also think that people have it easier because they are attractive. Yeah. And um, that's not always the case. So I, I sort of, it sort of, it depends on the, it depends on the situation. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, it's easier to get in the club. Yeah. Right, Sarah? Yeah. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Much easier. Um, okay. Next article, uh, David, uh, this article was by Pedestrian TV and it's, it's a doozy. Um, David's all-stars efforts make him better than Boston Rob. <sighs> the I article, like this one <laughs> the article says for all of you watching Australian Survivor All-Stars right now, it's truly a blessed time we all have the absolute privilege of being able to watch one of if not the greatest players in history of the game operate at here to unforeseen levels it's like watching michael jordan in his prime not only <laughs> is david janat comfortably the Blurp. greatest player Blurp. of australian i feel that, sick <laughs> that australian, i really like this <laughs> that australian pro- survivor has ever produced anyone else want to turn off the podcast right now <laughs> but he is one of the best survivor players in any format of the game in any country ever my question is david whose dick did you have to suck over at pedestrian uh, i wrote like that thing? article so <laughs> awkward so your own dick is that what <laughs> very flexible <laughs> and um i do actually want to ask a serious question you do seem to play a game on like a really kind of different level to a lot of the people you're playing with what do you think the main differentiator in your game is versus the rest of sort of Australian survivor players Uh, I think I had a bit of an advantage in the fact that I have worked in commercials and television I understand a little bit about what people are looking for I also think my job allows me to like I I daily have to get along with people that I might not necessarily get along with and Mm. I can completely separate emotion from every situation yeah so I think that's just Mm. what happened also a lot of luck involved you know sliding door stuff and I just I don't know Sounds like you can compartmentalize probably better than anyone out there. I can compartmentalize like yeah. like crazy. <laughs> like so I just don't like yeah to sociopathic <laughs> levels. Mm. I will say, having played with David, that he is yeah definitely the best player I've ever played against. Of any yeah. country. Ever. I can't say that, but with and that against. Promo did, um, <laughs> you were definitely the best on field out there. That's yeah. no question. There's so many good players, and the game has evolved no, so much. I and agree. to even be compared to Boston Rob in the same breath is um, is well, very I, flattering. Uh, yeah, well, I think you can only compare within the game that you're in, to be honest, yeah. because I think that there are so many variables in every game, yeah. and you know, so and and it's all context specific. But in our game, and the, to the experience that I can speak for, you were the best on field, in my opinion. Thank you, Phoebes. And yeah. when I play US Survivor, I will crush them. <laughs> you probably work with Boston Rob. I know you're such a fanboy oh, of his. I am a bit of a fanboy. Yeah. He'll probably screw you over, Emma. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I'll try. <laughs> Boston Rob is so iconic. That is a very flattering comparison. That is good. Yeah. I mean, for a fan of Survivor, even to... Yeah, I was, someone sent that article to me and I... Yeah. It's it the pinnacle. It's that's the, pinnacle. If that's the only thing you walk away with, David, like, that's cool. I like how these are both great articles for me. All right. Oh, well... <laughs> Uh-oh. We're not. We're Stay not, tuned. Yeah, we said hot seat. We probably should have found the the troll articles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next article. Um. So this one is published in Vogue. Who are the hottest Aussie models right Ooh. now? Article says motorcycle loving hunk David Janat is the epitome <laughs> of the rugged word. Aussie man. David Janat balances his work with Mario Testino with his love of vintage bikes. Janat is easy riding eye candy. With a panache for luxury. Oh. Thanks, folk. Yeah. <laughs> Love you too. Okay. Question one. What got you started into modeling? Search for a supermodel. Yeah. Yeah. Reality TV. Tell I did us, a, uh, a Zoolander impression. Yeah, um, go on. 
So why did you why did you go on to search for a supermodel? Like- so I, I was sitting with a buddy of mine. We were watching Zoolander. The mm. movie was on, and at the same time, ironically, they're showing that film. Uh, they started playing ads for audition for search for a supermodel. And back then, there wasn't that much reality TV. It was basically no. Big Brother. Yeah. yeah. And Search for the Supermodel came out. Mm. And uh, we were watching Zoolander. I thought that movie was hilarious, by yeah. the way. And my mate just was like, uh, we saw the ad and I was like, look at this. Someone should go down and do a Zoolander impression at this uh, audition. And he was like, I'll give you 50 bucks if you do that. And I was like, yep. Wow. So that's what I did. I went down and goofed around and did the Zoolander thing. That's and they, crazy. crazy. I was lucky that they did the casting first in Perth because there were other people that had that idea. Yep. Um, but you- because they cast Perth first, I was like the OG. And you won. And I won. Is that what gives you? That's what gives you supermodel status as well, because you literally are. You won the title. I won search for a supermodel. You get that title mm. for the rest of your life. Well, what was funny is that um, Ford has that as just a model contest, not as a reality TV show property. But somebody oh. had bought the rights to that for Australia. I think it ran on Channel Ten as well. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, Ford was behind the whole thing. So Ford yeah. Models brought me to New York. I signed with them immediately. They made my life way easier than it has been for a lot of models. And yeah. yeah. That was it. I was there. Yeah. I didn't yeah, even know you could make money like as a model. Yeah. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Yeah, super interesting. It's crazy how that just started with a bet and then it ended up being this life-changing decision for you. Yeah, I've had a few of those in my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, sounds like you have stories, but we'll, we'll, that, there's no time for those today. No. Sorry, fans, but I've only Keep got going. so long. <laughs> the next question is, what is the reaction you get from the public as a model? And is it the case that women love you and guys hate you? What do you, um, what do you feel? I don't think it necessarily is that. Like, guys don't hate you. I don't think that many guys hate me. Yeah. Um, do they? Some. Not the, not the guys mm. you talk to. <laughs> people definitely have a perception of, like, the model. Yeah. Um, and in my case, you do run into people that mm-hmm. live up to that stereotype. But you also run into people that are completely opposite yeah. to that stereotype. And those are the people I like to be around. So, mm. I know why it exists. Because yeah. you do do weird stuff and you do have to kind of, you know. Be obsessed, yeah, with the way you look. Absolutely, it's it's almost part of the skill. You you do have to be you have to be. I think it's more you have to just be aware of what you look like on camera, and so because of that, you need to be a little bit interested in your appearance, which it's not an overly attractive quality in any person. No. Yeah, it is weird for people. I think. Yeah. To yeah. Well, Sarah, you've always talked about your like battle with stereotypes as a model. Yeah, and I don't think that those are. Applicable to you, like so. a, lo- a lot of people feel a certain way because of uh, the job description. So it's interesting when you say that, but it's it's like it's how much do you take that seriously? It like, can be a dirty word. Yeah, I, I hate telling people Same I was people, a model yeah. when I was a model, and they're like, "Oh, so what do you do?" You're like, yeah. um, you know, this and that. Yeah. A lot of the time, <laughs> just I just like saying I'm a model. I hated it. Yeah, I hated that. That mm, yeah. it just I feel like it is such a. I'm the same. I'm a model. So you agree? You think you're really good looking? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> you have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's very. It's, it's a weird one. I struggled with it for a long time. It is. All right. Now I have this um, crazy article which I came across, which I don't know if it's overly accurate, but this article uh, I'm actually not going to name uh, who published it because screw those people. But it says Survivor Shock: David's Secret Family <laughs> Reveals. Now the reason I'm not uh, reading the article is because I think it's sort of a little bit inappropriate that. Uh, Bizalacious. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a guess as to who. who published that it's one. a bit media vulture and it's kind of going beyond the point of just like articles written about about you and your sort of uh, public personality and it's really delving into your personal life and I kind of want to know how do you feel when articles like this go to this uh, come to the surface and it's it's sort of an overstep what's that like for you uh, I mean I like look we're in a business where we know people are going to be interested in what we're doing so I feel like those articles mm. like whilst I like it makes me cringe yeah. like I don't feel like I have anything to hide people ask yeah. me about that I've had real articles where they ask mm. me and I tell them exactly I have a family that's it but my take on it is uh, mm. they haven't signed up for public life yeah I'm not interested in putting my kids on Instagram or getting them to do photo shoots and stuff like that like it's just not it's not. It's what no, I don't want that for. to be a part of their life. You know? Yeah, it's not yeah. what they signed up for. Yeah, and there's enough heat on it already from, you know, their school friends like, oh, dad's on Survivor, yeah, this yeah. and that. Like, yeah. you know, it's hard for me to go watch my kids' basketball games now yeah. because you know 
it becomes about it becomes you a thing about me, and I'm there to watch them. So the less yeah. exposure they have to that, the better, in my opinion. And mm. I'm not keeping it secret. If people ask no. me, I'm like, yeah, this is the deal. This is what my life has been, and it's been printed. It's out there. It's just that I think I don't put it at the forefront of what I do. And well, it's and definitely that, something that you spoke to me most about out of the island. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's not something yeah. you you even necessarily hide away from. It's just interest, and it's interesting that um, the articles would frame it in 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 the in a way where it seems like you're trying to keep a secret. Absolutely not. It's just you're respecting the privacy. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird when those articles come yeah. out. Yeah, but I, I mean, know. I can, I can definitely see why they would pl- print that as a flash headline, you know, because yes. I'm going to market it as the Casanova and the thing. Yeah. I'm spooning this and that, and the, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. So I do why see why they've you know the wider that. game at play yeah. that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next article. David mm-hmm. said he almost died during filming of Australian Survivor. Did I say that? Apparently you did. Question. <laughs> Sounds extreme. Was this a bit of a stretch or did you really almost die? I wouldn't say I almost died, but I did feel close to death. <laughs> <laughs> so did everybody. Dramatic. That's what I was saying. Dramatic. How close to death? Knob. All Stars was rough physically yeah. for me, like yeah. really rough. I know it was for you too, Phoebes, but uh, oh, I, no, you but know. you were back to back. So yeah, like, back to back. Yeah. You, I've lost. I've never been that skinny in my whole life. So yeah. I was losing, you know, mass amounts of weight the first time. I didn't find All Stars hard, to be honest, to survive. It, I mean, emotionally, no. I found it very hard. But in terms of like what you're talking about, in terms of the physicality of the game and it taking its toll, I found it a breeze. Yeah. See, I love that. Phys- I love the wrestling. I yeah. lo- I'm like, I yeah. want more wrestling challenges. But yeah. I also dislocated my kneecap and uh, ruptured my LCL and yeah, got wow. bitten on the spider. Th- I have five um, spider bites. I had an abscess yeah. on my butt cheek. Like, there's a oh, lot okay. of stuff that was going Down wrong there. for yeah. me out there. And then that coupled with losing weight, with not eating, messing up your diet. Like, back you, to back you feel rough. Yeah. You were legitimately oh, close to death. And I didn't know mm. you meant injuries. Yeah, injuries were definitely a bad thing. Yeah. But that, that like is. I was fine. Yeah. yeah. Just no, fractured oh, my spine. I, no big deal. I, I, <laughs> funnily I, enough, I you don't. I thought you just meant the food situation. No. No, I was talking about getting messed up. Oh, like all the injuries. Oh, yeah. All, okay. all the destruction. No, the hospitalization is what he was yeah. referring to. The it. extreme dehydration, <laughs> two hours sleep deprivation. I thought you were talking about That's that. That's right. You're like, the food was fine. I didn't care. <laughs> Actually, I have a question for you. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, I took some pretty major hits out there. And for some reason, when you're in that environment, I just didn't feel pain. Yeah. Which yeah. is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, I think you just like something happens in your mind where you you have to disassociate from it, don't yeah. you? Adrenaline. And you? Yeah, you just have to. You don't have time to think about how much your body mm. is hurting. But like sometimes when we, you know, how we get sent through our episode photos and stuff like that, I look at people and I look. I'm looking at the photos carefully and looking at their bodies, and there are black and blue bruises all over everyone's body. Like and these it, and red s- gashes well, yeah. like out it's, of their skin. I, I was torn up. Like yeah. so much skin. Yeah. I think what's kind of been funny in the, the last few episodes yeah. is my nose. I'm like jacked up on my face. And uh, I don't know if you... Many, some people notice it because I got messages about it, but I was uh, rolling those logs up the hill. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Up the hill, up the platform. Yeah. yeah. And I fully face planted. <gasps> yeah. Like a hardcore face plant. There's a few hard hits both yeah. of you take. Like you've run into things or you've fallen yeah. on things, and it's just like, it's absolutely brutal. And it makes no, there's no. Um, can I also address something that wasn't in the edit? Yeah, sure, please do. Ten stitches. Ten stitches. In my oh, leg. Yes. Day one. Oh my God. Yes, I remember yeah. that. I took, a, I took a spear in the leg. Matt. Rogers, oh I love God. you, buddy. To take uh, you back, yeah. that fire—that was the fire challenge. Yeah, with, you had to like push the, that heavy, like thing along and grab all those sticks and Wood. spears and stuff, and then create that giant bonfire. That came went yeah. into your leg. So I was legit bleeding out in was, that first challenge. Was, was that an island emergency? Like. They quickly stitched they that up. Like literally, someone came and sutured me on the beach, oh and then God. I got put back into, into the game same day. Probably like what was how I was off like two hours, taken yeah. away for two hours. And, and can I address back. something in, that was also not in the edit? Because David was off having medical treatment. Yeah. And the challenge ended, and we lost. Oh, right. And it was the <gasps> afternoon, and we actually had to build a shelter. We all had to obviously wait for our walk-in. We were in lockdown and we had to wait for our walk-in to camp. So we all just considered voting David off from the... (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm totally joking. Stitches Alliance. (laughs) We're all like, this stupid David, like he's going to get himself injured on the first... I got a lot of of my friends being like, man, you look like you really struggled through that first challenge. I was like, yeah, my shoe was filling with blood. (laughs) I I I think Flick noticed first. 
Because oh, Matt was... kind of like threw, he, he was moving wood around and he yeah, went through yeah. through a, a plank of wood. And it, it just, I turned around and it caught me right yeah. in the shin. Was... And I kind of looked at him like, dude, come on. I oh, didn't even notice it. And then he looked at me like, Ugh, and I looked down, yeah, meat hanging out of my leg. Gushing oh, my God. And uh, yeah, Flick was like, uh, uh, and I was like, don't look at it. David's dying. Keep going. So, I, And that the other thing is like, so then we come back and we've got to build this shelter. You're like being a savage through the jungle with Lockie and Matt. Like there are big guys lifting everything. Everything. Like yeah. it's like it just didn't affect you at all. But like there were little moments too where I could like. Thanks for sit- saying that. <laughs> no, I was like, oh my no, but you did. Like you were such a trooper through it. And then I think um, you know there were other things that happened. Like pretty early on, we had like that mud challenge and stuff like that. Like yeah. you've got these stitches, right? And then having to do these challenges, Infections. like and all that sort of stuff. Like yeah. it kept it, it kept messing you up from memory. That, yeah, that. I mean, uh, I think our second one where we had to smash through sticks and stuff like that, and I was handing the ball to to yeah. AK was positional because I just couldn't run. Wow, I couldn't get through sticks. Probably couldn't even get up those uh, A frames. So it wasn't an over exaggeration. Doesn't sound like. No, no, I de- it's like definitely the roughest I've ever felt in wow. my. <laughs> And that was day one. Wow. Yeah, I've never had stitches before, so that was also a <laughs> well, crazy. Certainly but do you know what you didn't break, David? <laughs> well, not yet, anyway. <laughs> Your heart. Okay, so but one of us. Come on. <laughs> just Everything's fine. Moving on. One of us. One of uh, one, one of the people in this room did get their heart broken. Just Not just only <laughs> you might have broken your leg, but I had my heart broken <laughs> by you. Soz. Rude. Lucky. Uh, Lucky on the island used to say soz all the time, and I just thought it was the funniest thing. Soz. Like he just he it made me crack up every time he would say it. Um, so I've, I'm trying to adopt it now. Soz. He did say soz. Yeah. Lucky is hilarious. He is so funny. I love Lucky. <laughs> on the island me too I, I, I've noticed there was one thing from the edit where he was like saying to Matt he's like what's the time Matt idle yeah. o'clock and then I started cracking up in the background on the TV but then in real life I cracked up as well it's like the same jokes yeah. were getting same me twice <laughs> oh my god well, David, mm. thank you so much for being here. We've reached the end of our podcast. My pleasure, girls. That was really fun. Have you guys made up now after that? Is that are we are we water on the under the bridge I mean, now? I'm after good. This? <laughs> 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 no, look. I, Just the creepy. Do you want to answer or should I? <laughs> no, no, you answer. Look, I got a lot of love for Phoebe. She's yeah. one of my uh, closest friends, so I kind of feel like I'm. You know, we just had to get through some stuff, but that's the game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and I hope. Oh, I love I love you to pieces. Like I mean, definitely. I I feel like we did. Like you came back, we figured it out, had a chat. Yeah, that's it. It's just it's just figuring out the pieces. And like at the end of the day, for big game players, it's a game. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like I I think I make no secret that I'm a Survivor fan and a David fan. So yeah, kudos. It's awesome. Yeah, I've really loved having you guys here. I feel a lot of love in this room. There is a lot of love in this room. I want to tell you something too. This is actually very special. You are our first guest on the PS podcast. Oh my god! Wow. Legitimately, this is well. Now I feel honoured. So thank you for being here. As our first guest. Thanks, well, thanks for taking our V card. Yeah. <laughs> together at once. <laughs> but I honestly, really I can't go there, honestly. I, 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 I refuse to stroke his ego anymore. <laughs> <laughs> enough. Enough now. That's enough of that. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we really appreciate it if you've tuned in uh, for David or for us or, or for all three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We hope you've had a laugh because we really have had a laugh. It's been fun. Yeah. All right. We'll tune in next week uh, where we're going to shit talk David and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and say... Um, uh, all the things that we really uh, wanted to say behind his back. Yeah. So, yeah. Without David here. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.